Okay, so we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 8. We're going to cover some bases here. But you're going to learn some stuff. If you have it on your app, on your phone, whatever, just look up with me. I like people to know that I'm not making stuff up. Um, we talked about God's deliverance and how God protects us and keeps us um, in all things. But this is this is a very interesting reality. I'm learning to stop sticking my hand in front of my face when I speak. I notice when I'm in meetings and stuff, I do that. And and like if they have a mic, they say, can you move your hand? So there you have it. That was free. I just offered you that. Don't put your hand in front of your face when you talk. <laughs> anyway, watch this. Um, the deliverance of God is not an automatic action is a faith-influenced action. In other words, people say, well, I know God will make a way and God will work it out. And then they go through their life realizing that things just don't always seem to work out for them. And I'm like, because it doesn't work that way. You, 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 you have to activate the move of God by your faith. Got it? You, you know, he said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So the only way I can get God to move on my behalf is by activating his truth by faith. The promises of God are yea and amen. Scripture says, not just the way I quote it is not even right. It says, all the promises of God are yes and so be it. Yea means yes, amen means so be it. So all the promises of God, what he's basically saying, it is what it is. What I said is what it is. Well, we look at that, unfortunately, in the church realm, in the religious realm, that, well, if God didn't want this to happen, it wouldn't happen. Or if God must have wanted it to happen, so why did it happen? How, a lot of people, you've heard that, right? That's not, that's not weird, what I'm saying. But he says, he hearkens unto, the scripture says he hearkens unto his word to perform it. There's another verse that says his angels hearken unto his word. So basically, he doesn't move by you. He moves by his word. So if your faith is in failure, then that's what you bring to yourself because the enemy acts the same way. So I give this always as an example. It may sound like a simple example, but it's a real example. So let's say everybody in here, I'm going to speak it by faith, got a million dollars in the bank. Everybody. And you see everybody say, yes. Okay. Everybody here got a million dollars in the bank. You put it in there. It's yours. Yes? It's yours. You show up at the bank, no ID, no card, no information, and say, I want my money. And they say, it doesn't work like that. But it's my money. I put it in there. Okay. Look up my name on the computer. It's right there. Yeah, I, I see it. I see it. It's there. I see that name. Yeah, whatever. They weren't even going to look it up. First of all, they're going to like, they're going to say, you don't have no ID. We can't, you know, they're going to get the, the cops or somebody escort you out of there. Okay. But if they're nice enough to look it up and see it's you, they're still going to ask for things. I've gone to the bank where the people know me and ask for stuff and they still ask for my ID. You, you know me. What are they talking about at that moment? What is being implemented at that moment? Process. I like that. Go ahead. More words. Keep going. Come on. Speak out. Spit out. It's okay. Proof. Proof. I like that. Proof. One more. You gave two P words. It's a P word. I'll give you a hint. Not password. Process. You said. Verification is not a P word. Uh, procedure. 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 The magic word is procedure. There, I know who you are. I believe you are who you said you are. But there's a procedure that must be followed for you to get your money out of this bank. There's a procedure. You can't make it up as you go. Unfortunately, church people want to make up the word of God as they go. 
And it was, oh, the Lord knows my heart and the Lord knows and understands my pain. And I'm like, that's so nice. The people in the bank know who I am. But there's still a procedure I must follow to make a withdrawal. When you come before God, he's established it according to your faith, be it unto you. It's in the scripture. The words of your mouth, you're snared or you're, or you're free by the words of your mouth. He's put that out there. These are procedures. They must be followed. I don't care how much you think you love the Lord and how much he loves you. When you come to cash in, there are procedures that must be followed. But he understands my pain. Listen, if God spent all eternity understanding everybody's pains and emotions, he wouldn't get nothing done because emotions flip from this to that, to that, to this, to this, to that. So here's what I did. I laid out a book of procedures for you that if you follow them, they work. I need to lay this down. I've reached a level of financial success in my life. That's not all, but it's a lot. And when I think about where I was, it's a big deal. I would have looked at me once upon a time and thought that where I was is a fairy tale. Why am I bringing this up? The scripture says God is no respecter of persons. And people look at where I am and conclude that either God is showing me a special favor or likes me more, even if they don't say it, or you just got lucky with God. And they look at it as like God's got the spiritual lotto and your number just came up this time. And that's why things are working for you. When the truth of the matter is, if that's the way it worked, then God would be a respect of persons. There's nobody in this room, nobody watching online that have less of an opportunity to receive from God than I do. Nobody. It's nobody. God does not judge that way. Well, he, he prays more and you must be more into God and you must spend more time. It don't have nothing to do with any of that. It has to do with me spending enough time with God to know his word, his procedures and follow them. It's never going to be any different than that. I don't care how many mistakes you made in your life. I don't care how many mistakes you made last week. The procedures are still the procedures. When you go to the bank to do your withdrawal, they don't say, well, show me your conduct record. They go by the procedure. God said, if you follow me and you walk in my word and you walk in my faith and you walk in my counsel, I open doors for you. But there's procedures to follow. So what I'm going to do today for this part of the message is I'm going to walk through some procedures. I'm going to show you that everything that you're asking for, believing for from God is yours to have if you follow the procedures. It's the guidelines. So in Proverbs chapter eight, let's go there. Starting at verse one, it says, does not skillful and godly wisdom cry out and understanding raise her voice? On the top of the heights, besides the way, meaning besides the pathway, where the paths meet, stands wisdom. At the gates, at the entrance of the town, at the coming in, does she cry out? Oh, you men, I call and my voice is directed toward the son of men. You simple and thoughtless ones. Understand prudence. You self-confident fools, be of an understanding heart. So before we go in, let's, let's lay this down. God is using wisdom as a voice. We know wisdom, those who have been in the world long enough know that Jesus is the wisdom of God and the power of God. I like this verse because it says she cries out, which goes to prove again in the kingdom of God there's neither male nor female. God isn't differentiating by sex either. Everybody has equal opportunity. So in this, this place, God's referring to the Godhood or the Godhead as she. Because we know Jesus is the wisdom and the power of God. But here, before he came physically on earth, wisdom is referred to as she. And what the scripture is saying that she stands there in the street 
and in the walkway and in the super in front of the supermarket when you're going in and coming out, as you're getting on the road in your car, standing on the side of the roadway, yelling out, calling out to you, and then says, I'm paraphrasing it, but it's saying is, hey, stupid, how long will you be stupid? It says it right there. Verse four and five. To you, old man, I call and my voice is directed toward you. Oh, you stupid and thoughtless ones. Understand prudence. You self-confident fool. Now the word for stupid. Be of an understanding heart. I'm offering you the key. I'm offering you to way, the way. I'm, here's the thing. And I want you to take this with you. This is the first, this is the first shoe drop. Well, yeah, I'm just seeking God for wisdom. I just praying and, you know, I just been praying and seeking God for wisdom. I just don't know what to do. And wisdom like stupid. I'm calling out to you everywhere you go. I'm standing here giving you direction. I'm here available for you all the time. What do you mean you seeking me? I'm out here on the road calling you. It's common sense. Some of the stuff that's when people, and I have a saying that I use all the time. It's common sense. People say, well, that's common sense. Now, common sense is only common to those who it's common. Common sense ain't common sense to you if it's not common to you. So common sense says, I don't know where to find wisdom. And wisdom is saying, I'm here all the time. Let me give you an example. Throughout your life, and this is going to break it down more as we read, throughout your life, you've learned lessons. You learn what to do and what not to do. You learn the things that hurt you. You learn the things that help you. And sometimes you learn the things that hurt you, but you keep doing the things that hurt you, believing that if you keep doing them, eventually they will turn around and help you. This, those things will figure out what you're trying to do and go along with you. I'm telling you, they don't. They don't change. If, if the person's an idiot towards you, that person has a tendency to be an idiot towards you for the rest of their lives. It's what it is. If that opportunity closes to you, it usually has a tendency to close towards you for the rest. So you're saying I can't pursue my dreams. I'm saying you can't pursue them on the road that you're on. You have to get off that road and go down a different road. You need to stop trying to unlock that door and go find the one that's open. But there's more than one way to approach things. That's why a lot of times I'm not crazy about seminars if they get up there and try to teach you that the way to success and the way to prosperity and making millions of dollars is just follow my steps. Well, yeah, that's true. But you got to get before God and say, but is this the door I'm supposed to come in? Because that door may be a little too high for me or the, or, the, or, the, or the head of it may be too low for me to fit through. And I'm not trying to, I'm not a contortionist that I'm going to bend and squeeze through there. There's another way that I'm supposed to come in. You designed that way for me. So wisdom is like, I'm every step of your walk, I'm calling you. I'm directing you. I'm trying to give you understanding on how to achieve in everything that you are called to do. I need you to understand this, that you are called to do. Everybody's walk is individual. So everybody's instruction has to be individual. So I don't like preachers that stand there and try to tell you that if you just do what I say. No, you take the word of God and you go before God and let him instruct you. And he'll instruct you. It's a relationship. God is not into clone making. Now, moving to the verse six. Here, for I speak excellent and princely things and the opening of my lips will be Four right things. What is the opposite of right things? Wrong things. So if you have wrong things happening, listen to wisdom because wisdom only speaks right things. I hope you're going to explain this. I, I promise you, we will not finish this message without you understanding. Man. For my mouth shall utter truth and wrongdoing is detestable and loathsome to my lips. I mean, I never speak that. All the words of my mouth are righteous, upright, and right standing with God. There is nothing contrary to truth or crooked in them. So I'm going to lay this down real, real quick. I'm going to make this point. 
I was talking to somebody and they were telling me about their struggle and how hard it is and how rough life is. And everything they were saying to me was, it's hardest. And if I only had that and I don't have this and you don't understand because you don't have this problem, but I do. And, you know, you you got money, so you don't know. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm trying to be understanding because I remember when I was there. But at the same time, I don't have patience for a bunch of whining. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not good with the whining. So I'm trying to be as godly men as I can be in here, but it's kind of like, okay, I, I want to put a sock in your mouth. It's, it's, it's irritating to listen to this conversation. So finally I said, yeah, but you speaking, you say one thing, but you're speaking another. You're speaking death over yourself. I'm not speaking death. I'm speaking the truth. No, I got to pay my bills. I got to, I'm speaking the truth. And boy, with what conviction they said, I'm speaking the truth. And I said, no, you're not speaking the truth. You're speaking the facts. And they're two different things. Man. And she looked at me and went, and you could see her face was like, how is that so? And I said, because facts change and truth does not. So today you can't pay your rent. I'll give you a check right now or, or cash app you. That's no longer the truth. That was a fact. It changed. The truth is God provides all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. The truth is if he who seeks me, you should find me. Asking you receive, seek you should find, knocking the door should be open. Those are truths. They don't change. So if you line up with the truth, the truth will supersede the fact and the fact will line up with the truth. So that's why that saying is so important when people say, that's your truth. And that's what I said. That's your truth. Your truth is spot on. Everything sucks. Everything is exactly what you said. But that's not my truth. I don't know lack. I've known it. I was best friends with it for a very long time. He was my, he was my twin brother, lived right next door to me and slept with me. We were Siamese twins. We were attached at the hip. Poverty and lack. I knew him real well. But I haven't known lack for close to 30 years, and I don't even know what it feels like. I don't know what it, I don't know what it feels like. Because I've aligned myself with truth, and truth has superseded fact and changed fact to line up with truth. So I'm struggling. I can't pay my bills. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm so confused. Those are, at that point, your truths. You own those. And God can't take them away from you. And Satan can't take them from you and the angels and the, and the devil's cousin and none of them can do a thing about it. It is what it is. These are the truths that you anchor to. So what he's saying here is there's no perversity in wisdom. Wisdom speaks truth. It doesn't variate. It doesn't vacillate. And once you line up with truth, then your circumstances in your life have to line up with the truth that you've accepted. Does that make sense? I hope it's helpful. So verse eight again, all my words from my mouth are righteous, upright and in right standing with God. There's nothing contrary to truth or crooked in them. They all plan, they all plan to him who understands. I mean, they are plain, I'm sorry. They are all plain to him who understands. Watch this. It's in the, this is in the parentheses, and opens his heart. I like this. They are all plain to those who understands, and it says in parentheses, and open his heart and write to those who find knowledge and live in it or live by it. So this wisdom is plain and common sense to those who open their heart to it and live by it. It's called practice. It's called something you do until it becomes part of your life. Um, just a, a quick back journey. I remember when I was first introduced to this vegan stuff. My mom was like, okay, I cut meat and beef and pork out a long time ago. Now you're trying to take away my chicken and my fish. Like, come on, like, I can't be, I'm not a rabbit. I can't just eat squirrel food all day i need you know i need some substance you know and it's funny because 
to what I understood to be truth. You can't eat stuff without this and it'd be good. Doesn't make sense. And, I, and so many people have this conversation with me all the time. It's hysterical. And I know I was at that point like 300 pounds. I knew I needed to get that weight off. I tried all the diets and all the special super stuff on TV and slim fast and slim slow. And so I made a decision to do it. And you, most of you have heard me say this, but I knew it had to be spiritual in context. I know if I just ate this way without a real expectation, nothing was going to change. So I prayed for God to give me a revelation. I said, well, God, this this way of eating for me is going to be a seed to what I'm believing for. Watch this. Then I committed to a time frame. And that time frame came when we were downtown and when we saw Kenny and Kenny walked up to me and I said, whoa, what happened to you, dude? And he said, I went vegan. Really? Yeah. And he started telling me, you got to eat like this, you got to eat like that. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. How long did it take you to do this? He said, five months. Mm -hmm. I went back to God. I said, five months. I'm not going to fake. I'm not going to waver. waver. I'm going to stand my ground according to your truth for my help. I've been claiming it in Jesus' name for decades. I'm healthy in Jesus' name. I'm fit in Jesus' name. And look down in, it's still rolling over. So, okay. It, it, it comes a point where you got to put something to it other than just you saying stuff. So I needed an object of faith. And for me, his five months was my object. I grabbed it. I committed to it. Month one, see nothing. Month two, see nothing. Month three, look like I gained weight. I'm like, Ugh. it was like, nope. I committed to five months to stand on this truth and not move. And I'm going to stand. And month four, it just started boop, 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 dropping down. By the time we got to month five, I was close to like at least 25 pounds down. Mm -hmm. This truth wasn't about the eating. It was about the expectation. The eating would play a part if I expected something better than what I was getting. So I had the natural and the super, are you with me? You hear me talk about all the time, supernatural. People were looking for the supernatural. That means God mixed with your natural. The super with the natural is when you get manifestation. It comes like that in every area of your life that you believe in God for. God, here's what I'm bringing as my gift, my offer, my sacrifice. And this is what I'm expecting from you for what I'm bringing. So wisdom said, I'm calling you. I'm giving you the direction. But are you going to listen or are you going to keep doing it your way? And then hopefully I'm going to step in later and do something magical and change your life. It's too much of that BS in the church that God, if God, when God's ready, he'll do it. God's never unready. We're the ones not ready. And he says, if you just line up with me, I'll get you on that right path. And on that path, I'll be yelling out. And I want to, and I want to, Put my, my, my book down for one minute and just make this point, bring this home. In the highways, beside the road, in your coming and going, scripture is saying wisdom is calling. I want you to understand why that's important. And you're listening? Are you listening? It is foolish to believe. That you go to God, you get an answer, and then that answer is for the rest of your life, and that's it. And you don't go back, and you keep doing that. Everything has a season. And for this season, he may require this of me. But as time goes, he's going to say, now I need you to change directions. I need you to turn a little to the left this way. That's why wisdom's in the roadways and in the highways. All the way as you're traveling, wisdom's still yelling out. And some people get one answer from God and they get going. And all of a sudden, well, it was working and now everything is not working. I don't understand. Because wisdom has been calling to you all the way down saying, turn left. That's stupid. That's left. But this is the way I was. Not now. 
The bridge is out. Go left. And that's a relationship. It's not going to God like a genie, getting an answer and thinking, okay, God, back in the bottle. I'll call you again when I need you. That's not how it works. It's an ongoing walking through process. And as you walk, you get smarter. You sense his voice. You start to know what he sounds like and feels like. And you start to feel almost like the same kind of thinking process. Like, yeah, I don't. Everybody here and everybody online, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been asked to do something or somebody told you something? There's something inside. You say something inside of me was like, nah. That's wisdom calling out to you. So don't tell me you don't know what it sounds like. You know what it sounds like. Is how often do you listen to it? Don't have that conversation. Don't go around that person. Don't no. Don't eat that. Don't 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 eat their food. They not clean. You know you and you just get a feeling. I don't know. I just mm, I just lost my appetite. Right. I just had a feeling. No, that that's wisdom speaking to you. But you learn to listen to your life. I don't want to hurt their feelings, and I don't want them to feel bad. And, you know, I didn't want, you know, because I don't know what else if I was going to do if I left that job. And all of that stuff comes up in you to fight against the voice that's calling to you. So the voice is saying, wisdom is saying, how long will you be ignorant? How long will you be foolish and not listen to me? I want us to get to the place where we're not occasionally going, something told me. I felt the leading. And I'm going to tell you something. There's sometimes I'm not sure. I don't know. But I'm going to stop and be still until I'm clear. I'm not going to keep running past and wisdom standing there calling. I'm keep on running. I'm going to stop and be still. What you, what you saying to me? What, what you saying? And, and some of you are used to that have a conversation with me. You're talking to me and I start doing this. Right. And people don't know me. Are you listening to me? But people who know me go, what you getting? Yeah, yeah. I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I hear. I hear you. It's bouncing some of the words. are bouncing some of it's all over the place. But I'm being still to hear what wisdom is saying to me. It's built into each and every one of you. It's a component of God. Is the that's why the scripture says you made in the image and likeness of God. It's in you. Is you have to learn to tune into the channel and get all the static out. You know the old radios where you had to until you got right there. That's what it's about. You quieting yourself. So that you can hear wisdom speaking. And as God is directing me, I'm learning to be quieter. And those of you who've been around a while, you'll come to me and say, you know, and God said such and such to me. And people that don't know what you know, look at you. Just, yeah, so God just be talking to you, huh? So, so God and you just be having, yeah, yeah, we do. How you know it just ain't your mind? Because I, cause, cause I would have done something much more stupid. That's how I know. <laughs> 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 because I wouldn't have plot that course at all. I would have went totally off the side of the road, road and down into the river. I would have totally done that wrong. How you know you would have done that? Because I did it 50 times before. That's how I know. This time I didn't do that and everything worked out. And so, and what, so why'd you do it? Something told me, yes, that something is called someone who is called wisdom. Hmm. Hmm. Verse 10. Receive my instructions in preference to striving for silver and receive knowledge rather than gold. I love this. For skillful and godly wisdom is better. Let's say that one more time. For skill, I didn't even finish reading. I cut in the middle of the verse. For wisdom, for skillful and godly wisdom is better. I'm going to read the rest of it in a minute. I just want you to catch this. Skillful and godly wisdom. There's two types of wisdom then. There's people that have wisdom that don't have skill. And there's people that have skillful and godly wisdom. So you like that? Okay. So now there's these people who learn the principles by reading the Bible, church folk. But then they go out and offend everybody that they meet with their so-called godly insight. 
and they wind up offending more people than they help because they don't have the skill to bring the message across. Sometimes the worst Christians you can meet is the firstborn ones because they go out and they just start telling everybody they're going to hell. Everybody going to hell. Nobody don't know Jesus like I do. You just got saved a week ago. Last, last week we was at the club and you were snorting, covering everything with me. Now, oh, you just so Jesus-y. And they think that they've turned over a new leaf and they, God is so proud of them. <laughs> Listen, you're not helping anybody. You're annoying everybody because you may have gotten wisdom, but you don't have skill. You got that? You got the wisdom, but you ain't sit with it and become skilled with it. Just because I spend one day on the court with Michael Jordan don't mean I know how to play ball like him. It's going to take some practice. It's going to take a bunch of missed shots. It's going, you follow what I'm saying? It's going to take some growth. It's going to take some time. So saying, get wisdom. I'm yelling at you. But now you have to come into training so that you're skilled at it, so that you know how to work it right. Skillful wisdom means you know when to push and you know when to take your foot off the gas. You know when to, to be strong and you know when to step back and be calm and let it fly. That's skillful and godly wisdom. You know when I'm going to speak my mind and when to say, I'm just going to let this one go. This is an argument that I don't even need to have right here. It ain't going to go anywhere. Wisdom has already taught me that this person not going to hear anything I got to say. So I'm just going to let this one go. Hmm. So let's go back. For skilly, skillful and godly wisdom is better than rubies or pearls, and all the things that you may desire cannot be compared to it. Why? Because wisdom will show you how to get that. Watch this. Now the conversation switches, and this is where I want to bring it home. Because the psalm begins, begins by describing wisdom and who wisdom is and the benefits of wisdom. Then all of a sudden, wisdom pushes whoever's speaking out the way and says, let me explain for myself. I'll take it from here. And wisdom jumps in and begins to define himself, herself. And in verse 12, it says, I wisdom from God make prudence my dwelling. And I find out knowledge and discretion. Now I'm wisdom speaking. The reverent and wishful fear of wisdom or of the Lord includes hatred of evil, pride, arrogance, the evil way, and perverted and twisted speech I hate. I have counsel and sound knowledge. Wisdom talking. I have understanding. I have might and power. If you start to break these down, these are all the descriptions of Christ himself. By me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges and the governors of the earth. These are the ones, now you say, mm, the governors and stuff of the earth, they don't, they don't rule with righteousness. These are the ones who seek wisdom, not, not the ones who are doing it all on their own and in their own power and in pursuit of money over everybody else's life. He's talking about people who seek wisdom. You govern better, you rule better, you, you, you work the earth better if you follow this wisdom. And then wisdom says this, watch this. I love those who love me and those who seek me early and diligently shall find me. Oh, here we go. How many of us have said, and some of us are not as old as others. Boy, I wish I knew this when I was younger. Boy, only if I knew this when I was younger. Well, it was there to be known. You didn't seek it then. You're seeking it now. But it was there to be known when you was a child. It was there. But you weren't taught to seek wisdom. You were taught to go to school, read books, get your education, and go get a job, 
and chase bills for the rest of your life. That's what you were taught. One thing I've learned about walking in the place that I've learned to walk in, I'm learning to walk in even more. When you seek godly wisdom and counsel, it is never to just benefit you. It's to benefit people or a group of people or a nation or people that God has assigned to you to help get to their destiny. It is never designed just for you. So when I hear preachers talking, you know, if you sow the seed, you get a new car. And I see God telling me to tell you that if you just give this special offering, that's, that's as, it's, to me, that's as evil as evil can get. Because wisdom would seek you, lead you. And I'm not saying there's not cases where God will tell you to sow a seed. But I'm going to let God tell you that. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to let God tell you that. That's not my job. My job is to lead you to wisdom and to hear the voice of God and know how to obey the voice of God. And then you hear and then you do. And you may come to me and say, I think I heard this. I'm not sure. But is this God or me? And that's counsel. That's where you're doing your training. I'm learning to know what's me and I'm learning to know what's wisdom. And I'm going to ask different people who are more qualified questions until I get a better understanding of it. And then the better you get at it, the further you're going to ride that bike. You know, you only can ride a few feet. Now you can ride it a few blocks. Now you can ride it a few miles. It all comes down to growth and maturity. Somebody say growth and maturity. It, it's always about that. Until the day I die, I'm growing. I'm a baby still. I'm learning. I feel like I've learned more in the past almost three years than I have in many years combined because I put myself in a place to, okay, I've achieved a certain amount, but there's, I, need more, I need more wisdom. So I start seeking God for wisdom, and he's reminding me, you're not seeking me. I've been calling you all the time. Now tell me you're ready to listen, and then we could go ahead and do something. Everybody here hears from God. You haven't learned to discern his voice, some of us, but everybody hears. Everybody hears. You, I can prove it. Do you get negative thoughts? You hear evil things? Things that bother you, trouble you, worry you? Well, if you can hear the devil, you can hear God. You just listen to the devil more. You've been tuned to hear him. But God speaking just as loud is what you tune yourself to listen to. And as you tune yourself to listen for what wisdom is saying, the other voice fades and falls out. He still every now and then pokes his head in, but you and me to go, I know you. I know you. And I have a saying, you guys who've been around me know for a, while, uh, for a while, the devil always overplays his hand. He always just goes one step too further. You feel a little bit down about something because something didn't go your way. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you just kill yourself? I was like, dude, it's not that serious. It's really not that. Okay, you don't even know when to shut up. You had me in the depression mode. You could have just stopped. But no, you have to go all the rest. See, I got you now. Get out of here. Just go home. Go back with that bull crap. So. Wisdom speaks and wisdom speaks insight. And he says nothing you can seek is more important than wisdom because wealth and finance is not happiness. But the wisdom on how is happiness. And in that, the gift of government begins to rise up in you. And I'm, I'm not talking about political government. I'm talking about the ability to govern, the ability to help. If you're going to own a company, and you believe in the own a company, you're going to employ people. And if you have a big company, you're going to employ a bunch of people. And you have to govern those people. And you have to guide those people. And you have to teach those people. And you got to take care of those people. Not just those people, but those people and those people's kids, those people's family. It's government involved. So we seek wisdom for the ability to govern. I'm always seeking the opportunity to help somebody else win. For me, I live for that. But that's what wisdom will do. Hmm. Let me go back to 17. I love those who love me and they who seek me early and diligently will find me. 
Well, I didn't seek him early. What do I do now? Seek him early right now. You still got more life to go. Let your early start today. And here's where it gets deep. We just read, this is wisdom is more important than gold and silver and riches and rubies. Now, I've had, I've had people say to me, I don't know about that. I remember a time in my life that I questioned that. But when I read the rest of this, which I'm about to read to you, it made sense. I'm going to start again from verse 17. Wisdom speaking. I love those who love me and those who seek me early and diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me. And enduring wealth and righteousness and upstanding in every area and relation and right standing with God. So he's saying, seek me. I got all of that. Riches, wealth, honor, well-being, peace of mind. Don't seek that. Seek wisdom. Wisdom comes with that. Length of days is in one hand, it says in the King James, and wealth and honor in the other. It's like, I got everything you're looking for. But if you're looking for the thing, you put the thing in a position of authority or you make the thing a God, and that thing becomes the source of your happiness or unhappiness. But if you seek wisdom, wisdom says, but I got all that stuff already waiting. So just seek me. I have that. Does that speak to anybody? My fruit is better than gold, yes, than refined gold. And what? And my increase than choice silver. So wisdom says I have fruit and I have increase. Watch this. Let me read it again in case you missed it. My fruit is better than fine gold. Somebody say fruit. And then refined gold. My increase is better than choice silver. So he's saying there's increase and there's fruit in seeking wisdom. Did you catch this? Did you catch this? There's increase and fruit in the seeking of wisdom. Once I learned this, I said, I'm never praying for money again. And those of you who know me, you know I don't pray for money. Never pray for money. I always pray to be in the perfect divine will of God and know where he wants me to go. I pray for wisdom. I pray for insight. I pray for understanding. I pray for knowledge of God. You've heard me preaching this for months and months and months. Wisdom, insight, understanding, knowledge of God. With peace and prosperity and abundance. I, you know that I put no money in there? Because I know that money is the lowest form of happiness. Stuff is exciting until you get it and then it's boring. Once you get it, it's done. The life I live now, I thought once in my life, once I got to this place, I would desire nothing else and need nothing else. And I've exceeded the stuff I dreamed of as a kid. And I'm going, okay, so now what? Because as long as you live, if you've got the spirit of growth, you're going to keep growing. You're not going to stop growing. And things get boring. There's nothing that you want so bad right now that once you get it, you won't say after a while. Okay. So we did that. Now what? So, But when you seek wisdom, it's never boring because it continues to grow with you and you grow with it. And, it's, and wisdom is saying, listen, I got all that stuff with me if you seek me. Okay. Let's read that again. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than refined gold, and my increase is better than choice silver. I, wisdom, walk in the way of righteousness Moral and spiritual restitute in every area and relation. In the myth of the path of justice. That means if somebody even tried to accuse you of something that you didn't do, wisdom said, I'll step up even there and vindicate you. That I may cause those who love me to inherit true riches and that I may fill their treasures. Are you seeing what I'm saying? You seeing what the word is saying? Wisdom saying that I may cause those who love me to inherit true riches 
and that I may fill their treasuries. The Lord formed me and brought me wisdom forth at the beginning of his way before his acts of old. I, wisdom, am inaugurated and ordained from everlasting, from the beginning and before the earth ever existed. Are you hearing Christ in this? Where there were no depths, I was brought forth. And when there was no fountains, leadens with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. If you think I'm, I'm making this up, what I'm saying is describing Christ, read Hebrews chapter 1, or chapter 11. Chapter 11, 1? No, chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1. Right? He's talking about I was with God from the beginning, and he starts describing himself, and it's exactly like this. But I'm going to bring this home. Watch this. When he prepared the heavens, I, wisdom, was there. And when he drew circles upon the face of the deep and stretched out the firmament over it, hmm. when he made the skies above and when he established the fountains of the deep, hmm. I, wisdom, was beside him as a master and director of the work. And I was daily his delight. Rejoicing before him always. Rejoicing in his inhabited earth and delighting in the sons of man. Watch this now. I'm going to bring it home, then I'm going to explain it all after I finish. Now, therefore, listen to me, O sons, for blessed, happy, and fortunate, and to be envied. I'd love to explain this. Are those who keep my ways. Hear my instruction, be wise, do not refuse or neglect it. Blessed, happy and fortunate, and to be envied is the man who listens to me, watches daily at my gates, consistently looking for him, waiting at the post of my doors, for whoever finds me wisdom finds life and draws forth and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who misses me or sins against me wrongs and injures himself. For all who hate me love and court death. Wow. That's a mouthful. So I'm going to break it down and we'll wrap it up. Verse 32, now therefore listen to me, O sons and daughters, for happy, blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied are those who keep my ways. People who need everybody to like them and love them and agree with them will never be wise, will never be blessed. The, the definition of the word blessed, when people say you, you're blessed, is happy, fortunate, and to be envied. Say that with me. Happy, fortunate, and to be envied. We don't like that last one. When you're truly blessed and walking in God's stuff, people ain't going to like you. So you can't please everybody. Don't even try. Part of being blessed is being envied. When I first read that, I was like, ah, I feel enough people are envying me already. I don't want to be envied more. And God was like, well, wouldn't you want to be envied with, but then envied without? <laughs> I'd rather be envied with, with my bills paid then. Envy me while I'm taking care of my business. Now watch this. So hear the instructions and be wise. Hear the instructions and be wise. Hear the instructions and be wise. Don't hear it and be dumb. Hear it and be wise. Don't listen and you'll be dumb. This is why I keep making mistakes. And do not refuse or neglect wisdom. He says again, happy, blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is the man who listens to me, watching at my gates, looking for me. But here's what I wanted to bring home. 
For whoever finds wisdom finds life and draws forth and obtains favor from the Lord. Who, may, who knows what that means, to, to draw favor from the Lord? Okay, I'll explain it. That means God calls you his favorite. If I have God's favor, he favors me. He favors me means I'm his favorite. The dope thing about God is everybody can be his favorite because your relationship with him is individual. He's not split out. Well, I can't talk to you right now. I'm talking to him. God is individual for everybody. I say this all the time. Jesus died for you alone, not the world. You, 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 you. He died for you alone. He died for you if there was only you. He died for you. So the salvation that Jesus offers you is yours and nobody else's. It's yours. He has an individual relationship with every single human being on the planet who wants it. So he's saying, I'll favor you if you draw near to wisdom. But if you miss it, you're courting death. Do you know what it means to court? Give it to you in modern terms. You're dating death. You're going out with it. You're getting to know it. You have a relationship with it. You're eventually going to marry it. So you're courting death. But he who misses me or sins against me and or, or me and wrongs and injures himself, wrongs and injures himself, and all who hate me, hate, hate me, love, and are dating death and failure, ruin. Death is not always dying and going to the grave. It's ruin, it's failure, it's misery, it's pain. You're dating, courting, in a relationship with, some are engaged to, somebody have, some have already married, death. There's nothing good going to come out of it. It's misery all the days of your life. And all you're getting, get wisdom. And with that, get understanding. And all you're getting, get wisdom. And with that, get understanding. So, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. In Jesus' name, amen.